Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. DJ, spin it. What is up, everybody? How's your Friday going? Mine's going pretty good. It's going pretty solid. Better, better than uh, how my week's been, for sure. Hope, hopefully, everybody's week was really good. I apologize right off the bat that I should have had this podcast posted earlier this morning, which I usually plan to do, but you know, situations have arised and I have had a hectic week, just a week that I cannot, it just came out of nowhere, okay, because I thought this whole COVID thing was about to be over, but it's not yet, it's not, it kicked right back up in Texas. We all have to wear a mask now. Every time we're in public, it's mandated wear a mask. And if you're not wearing one, it's a t- it's a warning the first time, and then it's going to be a two hundred and fifty dollar fine for your second offense. I can only imagine what your third, fourth, fifth, sixth offense is offense is going to be. What are you going to do? Get get jail time after that for not wearing a mask? <laughs> you're in jail with some guy that's doing some serious time. They're like, or you're no, you're in prison. <laughs> and then some guy did some serious offense. Like, what are you here for? I was caught without wearing my mask six times, so I'm here. Oh, man, you really are a law bender, aren't you? <laughs> but no. So Texas reclosed, so I can kiss comedy goodbye for at, probably at least until next year. And so that's rough. My comp, my little comedy competition that I had scheduled got canceled. All my little things have got canceled. I'm just like, whatever. It's fine. It's good. We're going to keep on moving along. Okay? That that wasn't even the biggest part of the hectic week. It all started last week when we had this big old plan at where I work. I work work on one of the golf courses at this resort. And it's like a golf course resort. Basically, you know, there's there's a hotel or whatever. Where people can go and run around a room, uh, and go play golf. That's you know basically what it is, and it's also just also on the other hand, it's a big community of people that live there too, and uh, we were supposed to have this like big thing happening July for the Fourth of July, and it completely got blown out of the water this week. So, so when it got blown out of the water, my boss came in and told all of us. We gotta make some budget cuts, and all the, all the Hispanics. Like I reacted first because I knew English, but all the Hispanics that don't know English were like it was like a delayed reaction. Like it was like me going, <gasps> and then all the Hispanics started looking around, and then they they, they start speaking Spanish to each other. The ones that knew a little bit of English start speaking Spanish, and then all of a sudden you just go, you'll hear, oh, 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 oh. and then all their heads pop up. No, <laughs> it's basically that's what it was. It was pretty funny, but. That happened, and then I'm like, "Wow, this sucks." But uh, that that means I had to make some big decisions. I made some big boy decisions, and I had have to get rid of this car. I have, if you know me personally, you know I have a car that I worked really really hard for, and it's a nice car for my age. But since I didn't go to college, I decided to all the money that I saved, decided to use that for a down payment 
and, you know, get myself something nice to, you know, kind of, you know, reward myself. That's what my idea was. So I was going to be able to do that, but then this budget cut happened and I just can't afford it anymore. I, I mean, it's either that or not put food, food in my mouth. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely going to put food in my mouth. So have to get rid of that thing. And it's rough doing that. I had a debate two days. I was like, okay, maybe, no, you know what? No, Dawson, you can't do it. So I detailed it. I detailed every little bit of that car and made sure, I mean, it looked nice. Uh, And posted all the pictures on Facebook. And within, I want to say before 40 minutes, within 40 minutes, I got somebody like literally going, hey, can I get your number so we can talk about this vehicle? Uh, because I'm really interested in it and I will pay you 14 for it in cash. I was like, whoa, really? And then that really comes to a surprise to me. Like, like $14,000 in cash is just like, to me, like, whoa, where, what job do you have? Like, <laughs> 14 in cat like that blows my mind so I read that and then I clicked on his profile because I know most people on here that deal with Facebook purchasing they usually click on their profiles to see what kind of person they are to see if they're not a scammer or they don't look sketchy well this person looked as sketchy as they come okay one profile picture and the one picture they had on their feed they only had one. It was of their profile picture that they made. And their profile picture was of a truck. And they only had 10 friends. No bio, no work area, no nothing. Like, he was literally mostly blank, just a profile picture. And I texted them. I was like, hey, like, your profile barely has anything on it. It looks pretty sketchy are you like, I don't who are you? And they're like, okay, here's some, uh, I, uh, I don't really get off Facebook much, yada, yada, yada. Basically turns out this guy is a dealer and he buys cars and sells them to like little used dealerships or whatever. I don't know what little business has. Anyways, I called him, we figured things out and things were going pretty solid until, uh, today when I went to the bank and see if like I can get like if he can get the title as soon as I pay off the loan as soon as he pays off the loan rest of the loan and no it takes two weeks to get in so I can sign the title over off to him so he's now basically backpedaling and he's gonna ask his brother he said and his boss and he's gonna say he's gonna ask if they can if they still want to do it or no So, I mean, more likely that's probably not going to happen. So then I took my car to CarMax, and they told me they would give me $12,000 for it, which still leaves me $2,000 in the hole. But that's way better than being $14,000 in the hole. So, worst case scenario, tomorrow I'm just going to have to go take my car to uh, CarMax, say bye-bye, get a ride, go over to the used car lot, and make me another purchase of a vehicle. But this time, a lot cheaper. <laughs> a lot cheaper. It's going to be way more worth it in the long run. And plus also, I got a second job. 
to counteract with the with the wage cut so i got a second job and between the two jobs you know and having this cheaper car i mean it's gonna work it's it's gonna work but you know what i just gotta stay in that positive mindset that's what it's gotta be positivity it's really hard to do too because you want to get negative i've gotten a lot negative this week i have god (laughs) but i i'm going to make it but i have learned a lot about finances though I've made so many phone calls, it's not even funny. Just talking and talking and over here and over. Oh, I hate making phone calls. I'm done making phone calls. I don't even want to be on my phone. It's just, ugh, whatever. I just want to toss in the corner. I've been on my phone so much. Like, ridiculous how much I've been on my phone. Just toss it. No, I learned so much about finance. Like, more than I've ever had. Like, I, like, in high school, I had a finance class. But that finance class was trash. Like, uh, this is how you file your taxes. This is, what, this is what form you use. Let's take a look at the form. Oh, W, oh, W2. Oh, oh awesome. Uh, that's all you learn. You learned, the, you learned how to do your taxes. That's it. You don't learn anything about financing. You don't learn anything about credit. You don't learn anything about that. Anything? No, I had to learn all that on my own. Well, tell us more about your parents. Well, they didn't teach me anything. Not at all, okay? My dad, not really around to, has ever been around to teach me. Dad was definitely not around. And my mom, she's not financially set herself. I mean, seriously, if, okay, the financial advice my mom gives me is, this is what it is, Dawson, marry rich, marry somebody rich, and all your problems will be solved, because if I can take my, all my mom's marriage, past marriages and just put them in a line, their, the theme song for all her marriages would be Gold Digger by Kanye West, because she ain't messing with no broke to broke, that's for sure she's not. <laughs> like no way so there's no way i'm taking financial advice from her unless there's some girl out there because i know the me too movement's going on all right we didn't forget about you if i and i know how prideful men are hey i want to have the pants i want to be the one to put put food on the table look i don't care if you're a woman out there that wants to have a good old corporate job or have a really nice paying job, guess what? I'll play the housewife. I don't care. I'll cook and clean while you go to work. Let's go. I don't care. What's, how's that going to ruin my image? It's not going to ruin anything of mine. I'll, just, I'll do it. You'll come home to a nice dinner. Boom. Done. <laughs> Solved. It's not going to ruin my manlyhood any. So... That's what I got going on. That's how my week's been. You know? Fourth of July plans, anybody? Yeah. Fourth of July plans have gotten busted because, you know, we're shut down. Um, I have nothing to do. So I'm probably just going to be chilling at home. Turn on the TV and watch uh, fireworks off of YouTube. That's actually not a bad idea. You know, I, I'm going to do that. Okay, no one take that idea. I'm going to take a, a video 
of fireworks and post it all on YouTube and see how many views it gets. Quarantine fireworks. <laughs> because no one can get out of their house around here. Oh, man. Did y'all hear about the uh, 50 Cent's new book? I know. New subject. We're going on. We're moving on. But we have to. To 50 Cent's new book. Because I need some self-help right now. With finances. And what better way to help me out with that than 56 new new self-help book called Hustle Harder. Where he takes you through a journey of his financial struggles and he shows you how he got through it. 50 cent style. I haven't read the book, but I can already tell that there's no way he wrote it. There's no way. What happened was, is there was probably a guy sitting in front of him. He was just saying, to, saying, he was just saying random things. And the guy was just taking notes. And all of a sudden the guy took those notes. And made them oh very elaborate, and made it a book. That's exactly what happened. In my opinion, it could be it could be no. Fifty Cent could have well written the book, but I'm not into self help books. Okay, he has two books. All right, he has the Hustle Harder and he has the Fiftieth Law. Those are his two self help books, and. Apparently, there's a lot of people on this planet that need a self-help book. A book to show somebody struggling and show them, show them how they got out of it so maybe you can get out of it. It's like a motivational speaker. Really? Like, I think motivational speakers and self-help books go hand-in-hand. They're a joke. I, I would never pay to see a guy go, You can do anything you want to do. Just set your mind to it. You, down there, what do you want to be? I want to be a doctor. Well, guess what? You can be. Wow. That's very vague. Like, (laughs) wow. I can go up. I can go up on stage and do that. Just tell, just motivate everybody in the crowd. Everybody here, I see great. I have a. I I feel this sense of energy in here that y'all gonna go on after this show and do great things. Okay, awesome, wow, moving, you're really moving. But no, so if you want to learn how to get yourself out of uh, uh filing for bankruptcy and getting sued and then coming back and. M- making some good money and making all that money back and start making some profit, get a 50 cents new book, Hustle Harder. And he, he will teach you how to go from that to where he's at now. <laughs> what a joke. Especially like if other rappers start doing exactly what 50 cents doing. What? Oh my, I can't even imagine if other rappers started making books except Eminem Eminem would make a good book I would like to listen to Eminem's book or read uh, Eminem's book I can listen to it too whatever Eminem would make a great book I can just imagine it now it would be like a bit of course a fancy hard covered book with like some gold foil outlining and just ooh beautiful because 
he is amazing at what he does. Amazing at his craft. And I'm not just saying that because I'm white. I mean, everybody can agree that Eminem is a, free, a, a great rapper. One of the greatest rappers of all time. Okay, hands down. So him making a book, of course, everybody's going to go want to go buy it because you know it's going to be literate. It's gonna act, you can actually read it and not just go be brain dead afterwards. Just like, uh, you'd be like, wow, Eminem. You're going to have the Eminem's book would be the type of book that you have to have a high reading level because you're going to read it and you're going to have to go back and reread it because you're going to be like, man, that went over my head the first time I read that. Wow. Thanks, Slim. <laughs> but now I'm talking about if you don't like that high level level of a reading book, there's other rappers that can make books. We got Little Pump um, for the older people that are listening to this. Ask your kids what Little Pump is, and they will give you a great example of who he is, okay? He is a uh, great role model for the kids at, for lower reading levels because his book would be a pop-up book. Oh, yeah, <laughs> because all of his fans are so high that they'll need something to keep their attention constantly or they'll just doze off and pass out. They'll just be so doped up that they'll need a pop-up book just like, and then a little pump. Oh my gosh, the, look at the next page. Oh my god, look at that. He's sipping on codeine. Look at that. Oh, oh, look at that. He's sipping on codeine. Next page. Oh, yay, look at that. He's, he's a Harvard dropout. <laughs> Harvard dropout. He would never make it into Harvard. I can't even believe he wasn't even in a graduation outfit. That... Uh, Whatever, but no, I would like to also see a, see a book by Little John. I'm an early 2000s rap fan. Yeah, early 2000s is by far the best best year for rap ever. Okay, Little John. What? Yeah. Okay. Oh man, greatest ad lib of all time. Okay. <laughs> His book would be like a Dr. Seuss hop on pop kind of type of thing. Be like, because he could take, you, you give little, little John two, three, four words, and he can make a, an amazing, an absolutely amazing uh, song out of it. Just, you, literally the book would be called Drunk, Drunk Crunk. That, that would be his book. For sure, it'd be, it, yeah, it'd be called Drunk Crunk, and literally it'd just be like, ladies getting drunk while little John gets crunk, and it'd just get repeat, ladies getting drunk while little John gets crunk, ladies getting drunk while little John gets crunk, and it's like, <laughs> that's his book, and then the next page he'll flip over, and then it'd be two other words, and then he'll be yelling in those two words, and then end it with an okay? Great, great read. That w- I would probably classify that in the intermediate section where you just want to have fun, but you're at least learning something. Unlike the pop-up book by Lil Pump. <laughs> Speaking of Hop on Pop, did you know that that book was banned in some libraries? Yeah, I, I can't believe it was banned either. Like what? Who would ban Hop on Pop? Well, 
you can ask that to uh, the public school in Toronto. Yeah, back in 2015, they banned the book Hop on Pop by Dr. Seuss because they uh, said it promoted violence, uh, not only towards one another, but towards uh, their own fathers because there's a part of like, we're going to hop on pop, and then the pop's like, don't hop on me, and then the kids are like, well, no, we're going to still hop on you, pop, and then that apparently is promoting violence. Really? Like, wow, okay. <laughs> For sure. Like, the what, the next school shooter is going to come out, and they're, they're going to be interviewing him? Okay, what what made you do this crazy act? And they put the mic towards him, and he's like, it was this book that I read back in first grade called Hop on Pop. Ever since then, I just wanted to kill. <sighs> Thank you, Dr. Seuss, for making making me feel this way. <laughs> Blaming Dr. Seuss. God. And, and no, and, and that wasn't the only book of Dr. Seuss's that got banned in a public school. There was another kind of... There was a California school. I forgot what their name was, but they banned the Lorax. Because it promoted de- deforestation. What? That. Wow. The kids are going to read that book and then just want to start chopping down trees. Just, wow. No. They just need something to get their mind, mind on something. Whatever. That is the dumbest thing ever that I've ever heard in my life. school books that are banned i wonder i wonder what else what other books have gotten banned you know this is the perfect time to look that up is what other books have gotten banned do 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 books that have gotten banned books that have been banned Do, 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 do. Uh, let's see here. We'll do top 10. Top 10. In school. Man, I cannot believe that, that they... <laughs> Okay, well, some of these books. Oh, surprising. Alright, Tarzan was banned. Where the Wild Things Are? That was banned? Dude, I read that book. Come on. Everybody's read Where the Wild Things Are. Why was this banned? Uh, the book was banned because adults found it problematic that Max was punished by being sent to bed without dinner. And they also bristled at the book. Wow. This is stupid. The Lorax popped up. Little Red Riding Hood. Hansel and Gretel. Okay, well, the grandma put them in the oven, I think. So, I mean, whatever. <laughs> what a joke. 
What an absolute joke. Anyways, if you want to go look more into that, go look up on the internet the top books that have been banned because it's just been, that's crazy. Especially, like, those kids' books. I mean, I read all those books that were on that list, or most of them. There's probably two of them that I didn't read, but that is, that is absolutely ridiculous. But we are now moving on to my segment, one of my segments. Okay, I was suppo- I'm gonna, supposed to have two segments, okay? A little split time little things I usually do on every podcast okay I have one where I do articles and one I wanted to do a Q&A that's what I wanted to do because I want to have someone send me questions and I answer them or they can just send me a statement and I can make something I can you know talk about it but guess what no one has sent me anything yet it's your job to do it send me something I can do the Q&A God. Like, what else do y'all have to do during quarantine? Okay? Send me something. Anyways, we're going to do the article. Ugh, let's pull this out real quick. What article is it? All right, here we go. The article that I found most interesting was the Boy Scouts of America will, will now require a diversity badge to become an Eagle Scout in order of Black Lives Matter. Wow. All right. I mean, I have nothing wrong with that. That's that seems like a good thing to teach the kids. But uh, how do you plan to get them to get the diversity badge? Okay. How how do you plan on? Because there's usually got to be something that you have to do to get the badge. What what? Oh, I would what all the kids that already have like. Like what Timmy's Timmy already has a Mexican fan, uh, a Mexican friend and a black friend. And next thing you know, they're like, "Oh wow, Timmy, your friend group's very diverse. Here's your diversity badge. There you go." And then what are you gonna do with the kids that don't have other friends from different ethnic backgrounds? What are you gonna do with them? Have them stare in your eyes and say five times without blinking that I'm not racist. And then if they blink, they're racist and they don't get the badge. Like, what are you going to do? I don't understand it. So I looked into it. I went and dug deeper into the um, uh, article, and they didn't tell me anything. They didn't t- they, the only thing they say was is they're just teaching them. All they're going to do is teach them about diversity and how important it is. That's it. And then they get their badges. <sighs> I feel like that is common sense. And that's kind of sad that they're doing that. <laughs> like that, I don't know. For some reason, like, wow, okay. You're going to go ahead and whatever. Diversity badge, it is. Okay, and then guess what? Um, I cannot wait for the kid that did not get the diversity badge. And then <laughs> the scout leader is going to have to break it to the pa- kid's parents that... He did not get the diversity badge because he's racist. <laughs> why did my son not become an Eagle Scout? Well, he didn't earn his diversity badge. Well, why did he earn his diversity badge? Because he's a racist. That is a spit on the parent's face. <laughs> you tell them that your 10-year-old son's racist? Just, yeah, he's racist. Sounds like bad parenting. The parent's like, what? I'm not a bad parent. <laughs> Or the one redneck family? Yeah. <laughs> We're pro-segregation in my household. 
We have a men and a women's bathroom. Well, no wonder your kid's not going to become an Eagle Scout. He's not getting his diversity badge. Get out of here. That's crazy. I mean, and when it comes down to the Boy Scouts, I think the I think gangs in general are just an R-rated version of the Boy Scouts. That's what I think. Yeah, for sure. Because they both in bo- both gangs and Boy Scouts, they both try to always try to sell you something. Um, they both all wear the same thing, and no matter where, no matter if you're in a drive-by shooting or in a Scoutmaster's tent, you're getting messed up. Oh, oh yes, I went there. I did. I went there. So parents, where are you gonna sign your kid up for? Are you gonna sign your kid up for the gang, or are you gonna sign your kid up for the Boy Scouts? Which one's it gonna be? Okay. For all we know, is the Boy Scouts could be a gateway to the gang. Who knows? So come on, parents. What are you gonna sign your kid up for this year? Are you gonna make him? Are you gonna? Are you gonna want him to learn to tie knots or tie loose ends? Mmm, yeah, that's a good one. Which one you want to which one do you want to do? Okay, parents? Decisions up to you. But that's the end of that segment. That's the the only interesting article that I found this week, okay? I could have hunted harder, but I already addressed it. I had a week. Okay? I had a hectic week. Leave me alone. But anyways, I but during my hectic week I did come across this video. Of these two teenage girls that are, oh, well, I think they're teenage, but they look around my age. And it was a TikTok. I don't have TikTok. Okay. Ugh, whatever. TikTok. Okay. I'm, I'm not down. I'm not getting that. <laughs> I don't like anything about TikTok. It's so stupid. <laughs> Watching people dance around a music. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Anyways. These two girls made a TikTok, and there was like a line in the middle of the video, and one side on the top said, I know, and the other side said, don't know. And there was different songs playing in the background from the early 2000s, and if they stood on one side, they, the I know side, that means they knew the song, and if they were standing on the one, other side, they said, I don't know, that means they didn't know the, didn't know the song. Well... They were on the I don't know side the whole entire time. They didn't break a break a sweat. They didn't know one song. And these songs that they were listening to were really popular songs back in the early 2000s. I'm talking In the Club by 50 Cent. Uh a Dilemma by Nelly. Um what was another one? I think there was like a David Guetta song. Uh but the the oh the end, the end of club one really got me because I'm telling you every time it's someone's birthday and I get a notification of like on Facebook or I see on Facebook that says, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday. The first thing that pops in my head is, hey, shoddy, it's your birthday. That is the first thing that pops in my head. I don't know about you, but that always pops in my head. Just, hey, shoddy, it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. And they don't know that song. That's the most iconic song ever. And the early 2000s is, was the best ever. Okay. And they were my age. One girl was jeweling. Okay. She was smoking on a jewel. 
So she has to be at least 21. Okay, she's not 21, but I know for a fact she's not 21, but she's at least 18, okay? And if you're old enough to jewel, you're old enough to know who Nelly is, who 50 Cent is, who Chingy is, who all those two, the early 2000s rappers, early J. Cole, early Kanye, or the Kanye West song that they didn't know. Disrespect. And it made me so furious that I have to talk about it because the, I cannot, because everybody is so flooded. Like, I don't even know what they listen to. I, I, do they even listen to music at all? Do they just like listen to one specific genre? Because if it was one specific genre, I guess, but I mean, those, those were on the radio. I mean, I was raised to that. My parents, my parents raised me to the early 2000s rap. That's how I was raised. I was raised all about that. I was Eminem, Lil Jon, uh, <laughs> all of them. Like every single one. Nelly, Jingy. Anyways, that, that, I was raised all of that. Bumping into the car every day to school to it. They were, it was a great. The Pussycat Dolls. I'm trying to think. Oh, Mr. Worldwide. That's who they didn't know either. I think Pitbull. I think they played a Pitbull song and they didn't know Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide. Everybody knows who he is. I want him to make a comeback. I mean, like, that whole genre was great. Just the whole era. It was just amazing. It, I mean, I can't. I can't just. I can't believe that they even even didn't know one. They didn't know one. They just shook their heads. Shook their heads the whole entire time. Like, whatever. This is this is crazy. But I before I end this podcast, uh since I didn't do get the Q and A segment, okay, since I didn't get that Q and A segment down, uh I'm going to do a different segment of Would You Rather. And it's a Would You Rather that I made up. I completely made this Would You Rather up. And I'm going to give you listeners at home the option to tell me what you think about this Would You Rather. And you can send, you can put in the comments of the podcast, what would you rather do and give me an explanation, DM me your explanation. And I actually, next week, uh, next Tuesday, I would actually really like to put, post it. Or, I mean, talk about it. Uh, if you'd send me enough of them, but here's one. Here, here it goes. Would you rather go to prison for 10 years on a, a being falsely convicted and then come out a millionaire and never have to work because of it, or work at a job you hate for the rest of your life and be a millionaire? That's a hard one to think about. That, that's honestly hard. And I think that that then when that popped in my head, I even had to sit on it because on one end, you're in prison for ten years, falsely convicted. But you know, as soon as you get out, you don't have to work at all. You're a millionaire. You can do whatever you want for the rest of your life. Or, on the other hand, you have a job that you go to every single day, with an exception. You probably get like a day or two off. But you have to work all the time. But you hate 
working there at that job. I don't know if y'all ever had a job that y'all hate working at. I do. Okay? I I don't love the jobs that I'm working at. Okay? Especially I never liked my first job. I worked at Sonic as my first job. I addressed that in the first podcast. But I'm going to say it again. I never liked that place. Okay? I liked it for the maybe the first two years. But the last year and a half, for sure, I wanted to blow my head off every time I walked into that place because I knew that I was going to get yelled at over ketchup or something else stupid and there's no way there's no way I could deal with that for the rest of my life but know that I'm going to be a millionaire off of that go walk into Sonic every day knowing that I'm going to be a millionaire but I have to work an 8 hour 8 hour 9 hour shift there just to no there's no way so I personally choose going to prison for 10 years all right I'm going to go to prison for 10 years and then come out a millionaire. Because if I went to prison now, I would be 30 when I get out. Dude, if I was set when I was 30, that's amazing. I could do whatever I want after that. I just have to spend 10 lousy years in prison. But when I get out, I get that money and I never have to work ever. And And that's the, and that's the, the whole thought process behind it. So, I mean, tell me what you think. Post in the co- comment on the podcast. DM me. Tell me what you would rather do. Would you rather go to prison for 10 years, but know that as soon, falsely convicted, but know that as soon as you get out, you get, a, you get millions and millions and millions of dollars as a settlement, and you don't have to work for the rest of your life? Or would you rather work for your whole life and have a, have millions of dollars, but have to work at the job that you hate for the rest of your life. So I would really like to know. And uh, we're now at the conclusion, baby. I'm, if you made it this far, awesome. Congratulations that you made it through this podcast. That's awesome. I'm really happy. You made it through the second episode of the Last I Go Heart podcast. And thank you. Thank y'all for listening, keeping me motivated. Thank you for rating me. I really appreciate that too. Everybody that rated me five stars, I'm going to give you a round of applause for that. And y'all, y'all are the people that motivate me to keep on doing this. I love it. love sharing my thoughts with y'all. But thank you for listening again. Uh, I'm going to be every Tuesday and Friday. I'm going to try to keep on doing it every Tuesday and Friday. That's what I want to do is every Tuesday and Friday. I will let y'all know on social media if there's any stumbling and I don't get to it, but it should be posted the next day. But listen to me on Apple Podcast, okay? Spotify. I even posted it on YouTube. All right? And if I, I'm just going to let you know, if, you can, if you're like me and can't go see fireworks this year because of quarantine, go to my YouTube channel and I will have a video of fireworks that y'all can watch. And we can all watch it live together. That'd be awesome. Like, I have a set time. We can all watch the fireworks live together on the video while y'all sit comfortably in y'all's beds and just start watching it or wherever you're at, just watching it on the TV or watching it on your phone. Fireworks going off. <laughs> See how many views. See if we can break YouTube. See if we can beat Takashi 6 ix record. That's what I want to do. Beat it. <laughs> Takashi 6 9 gets beat out by. A video of fireworks. <laughs> that would be awesome. But anyways, 
those are all the platforms that y'all can uh uh reach to reach uh reach out and find me at and uh send me your questions q and a me all right send me some questions send me some statements i want to have a q and a segment so once again send me something or i will just make up another would you rather all right but thank y'all for watching uh Thank you, thank you for watching the second episode of the Last Eagle Heart Podcast. And every Tuesday and Friday. And DJ, you know what to do, man. Spin it and give me that intro as the outro, baby. See y'all Tuesday. Last Eagle Heart Podcast. You are listening to The Last Eagle Heart Podcast. You are listening to The Last Eagle Heart Podcast.